While they're all talking state standards, we're sitting on a bar stool making fun of them. Classroom Brew Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Classroom Brew, the the teacher podcast where I turn myself up a little bit, where we have a couple of drinks and we talk about the shit that's going on. Uh, it's been quite a week. Uh, Abigail's Werner's assistant principal or principal, I guess, is uh, filing potentially a counter lawsuit. I, I don't know. Uh, it's it's a little bit hazy right now. I'm on spring break as I record this. I believe this episode this episode comes out actually during spring break and I'm dual wielding my drinks themselves except for instead of my usual uh liquor for this one it is <laughs> emergency or uh maybe it's an airborne I don't know one of those things cuz of course during spring break uh I woke up feeling not so great so we're doing that with some water but if you are drinking for this one more props to you uh shout out to you and if you're not you could get a drink get a beer get a healthy beverage, whatever whatever your your bag is for this one. But uh, if you don't know, my name is Ryan, a teacher, a coach, instructional coach, and I run this podcast. If you are someone who wants to support the show and go above and beyond, such as James, Lish, Cindy, Melinda, Sabrina, Leslie, Leo, and Adam, go to patreon.com slash classroom brew. Now, we're going to start. It's a little bit uh, dark. Again, I mentioned that Abigail's Werner... Um, how do I put this? Uh, is suing the district because of the the poor way that they handled the the student that that shot her uh, through the hand and then into the chest. Uh, there were warnings. I mean, previous episode we covered this already, but uh, in this case, the the former the now former admin for that school. Uh, oh, I'm sorry, uh, principal. So the principal is is considering filing a countersuit against this teacher. Again, the teacher being the victim of this. Um, <clears throat> so this is uh, the former Richnick, Richnick, I don't know, elementary school principal, uh, Brianna Foster Newton. Uh, and the lawyer is saying that they are exploring the possibility because allegedly, uh, and this is according to WTKR3 News, whatever that is, uh, this is because allegedly a student mentioned to Abigail's Werner that uh, a, a, a younger student, like a six-year-old, five-year-old, mentioned that uh, they saw that the kid had a gun and she told the kid to sit down. But I doubt it. I feel like at this point they are grasping for straws. If they have all this evidence against the district uh, doing nothing, or against the school doing nothing, and now they're like, well, a six-year-old said, not to discount six-year-olds as credible sources, but... Wow, we're really grasping here. Um, and I, I was talking with... Let me take a, a sip of this. A strawberry flavor. That's not bad. Um, that's how I know it's not emergency. It's airborne. Uh, we're not sponsored. The The conversation of shootings came up because we talk about this a lot. Um, and, and the fucked up part about 
uh, this country right now is that if you were to ask somebody like 10 years ago about a school shooting, they would all go, oh, Columbine. And that's where the conversation would go or where the conversation may end. Because that was, you know, for the most part, what we thought of when it came to the topic of school shootings. But nowadays in 2023 or even, you know, five, six years ago, up until now, if someone like asks you or talks about the school shooting, nowadays people go, well, which one? You know, like the 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 difference that like 15, 20 years can make in terms of how common this is becoming. And there's a million different factors. I'm not trying to explore why that is the case, but it's just pretty sad that it used to be we all had this one instance that we all knew about for a long time. I think Columbine was what, in the 90s? And uh, that's what people mostly talked about. And now, again, it's you can't even keep track. So, I don't know. I, I guess this is a good opportunity when we, we talk about this and school safety and things like that. It, it's everywhere. The arming teachers debate, the school officers debate. There's so many things. Or even just city security. We just had our mayoral election and, and uh, Brandon Johnson just was um, announced as the winner last night over Paul Vallis. And education and uh, policing were the, the two hot button issues that were being addressed in that one. But with all that being said, this, this will all tie in beautifully to our Comment Hero of the Week, because it's been a while since we've done one of these. Welcome to the Comment Hero of the Week. When someone's being an ass in the comment section, but they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. What's going on is you failed fucking social studies. Or when you see someone call that person out, they are our comment hero of the week. Yeah! Even though some heroes do call out those idiots, remember, don't call out a comment hero in the comment section. You can't fix them, and you can't fix stupid. Oh my god, I need all the vitamin C. Um, all right, our comment here, this one is, it's, this is going to be loaded. Now, this is initially in the subreddit for teachers, and uh, an individual posted, the, the subject line was, I wouldn't take a bullet for anyone in a school shooting, uh, and then their post itself uh, says, with all these school shootings happening, it's got me thinking what I'd do, God forbid, uh, if it happened at my school. I wouldn't sacrifice myself to save anyone, even my students. I know that's selfish, but that isn't what I signed up for. I took out some of the harsher language right there. Now, our, our comment heroes, and I'm, I'm not going to name in particular names. Maybe I will. I don't know. Are anyone that seemed to attack this particular individual for, for saying that? Which, by the way, I don't think that is selfish. It shouldn't be part of the job description <laughs> to say that you have to take a, uh, a bullet for somebody. Now, I do want to point out that the the moderators, administrators of this uh, came to the support of the person who uh, posted this statement. Uh, but pretty much everyone who is our comment, our asshole comment hero of the week is anyone who was saying you are selfish for not being able to do that. That's you signed up for this. You wouldn't save like as if the teacher in the room doesn't have their own family or responsibilities or what have you to take care of to the point where now people are shaming teachers, even fellow teachers are shaming other teachers for not literally putting their life on the line for their students. 
And some people even pointed out too, there's, there's no problem with this because if that were to happen, they'd replace you in an instant. Now, if you, the, the fact that we take this as a, a selfless profession and there's less financial benefit to it, and now on top of it, the expectation is that we literally die for this as opposed to like, I don't think a banker is expected to lay down their life if the bank is being robbed and a gun is pointed at, you know, someone at the ATM. And on top of it, we have the, I don't know if you've seen this, if you're, if you're following like teacher social media, there are these like panic rooms or whatever that when they're, when they're closed, they're like flush against the wall, but you basically pull out the corner and it creates a separate little panic room that I guess is bulletproof. Um, now how they address the drop ceiling and someone just, you know, lifting up the drop ceiling in a classroom, that's a separate issue, but this is the norm now. The fact that people are, are having to think about this, the fact that I can't even have a, a, a heavy weight as a doorstop because it is a weapon for students. Uh, and I, I was surprised. I know it seems controversial where it's like it, people are framing it as, oh, so you wouldn't save a kid? That's how they're framing it. And that's not it at all. <clears throat> now, and I don't know, it, it shouldn't take the fact that someone has a family or responsibilities. It's someone's life. And no paycheck is worth that. Just straight up. Does that mean that they're a bad, <laughs> a bad teacher? No. Does it mean that they're a bad person because they won't take a bullet? No. Also, let's point out that like if one bullet's flying, that means there's multiple flying. So I don't know. That's my thing. So you know what? Anyone that, that commented on, what was the user's name? Let me pull it up. Zealousideal-AD3609. Anyone who commented on that was some absolute bullshit. Uh, shaming this person for valuing their life. Uh, that, that's, that's our comment hero of this week. And you know what? If, you th if you're sitting there and you're thinking too, you know what? You should lay down your life, teacher. Then you're a comment hero as well. Um, pretty sad that that's where we're at right now. Um, with all this stuff, but let's, let's change it up a little bit. So, uh, report card pickup. Normally we have like the worst turnout ever at my school and it still was pretty bad, but, uh, I got to tell you, we had a, a pretty decent turnout. I almost filled up the entire first page of the sign up sheet. Um, granted it was like eight parents, but Hey, that was like seven parents more than the previous one. Um, now, there were a couple of parents who were a little bit intense, you know, like zero facial expressions as they were, you know, talking about their concern for their child's grade. I couldn't tell, and granted, I have a student teacher right now, but I couldn't tell if this one parent was blaming us for her child not doing any work or having so many incomplete assignments or coming. Like, was it our fault your child came late every single day for the past two months? I don't, I couldn't tell because I was getting nothing. Zero facial expression feedback from this parent. So I just didn't know how to, you know, I just presumed that this was coming from a place of concerns. So that's where I took it. But parents, give us something to work off of. We're so used to having to be on the defensive in this country. Uh, it turned out that the parent was, you know, sort of playing both sides of like blame game toward teacher and blame game toward student. But again, it was hard to tell. So Parents in the future, if you could please 
give us a cue, a facial expression, or dare I say, what you're saying. Um, it's a little bit off-putting, a little bit intense. Even uh, Science Adam was like, wow, that was intense with that parent after they went to him as well. So, I don't know. That's where we're at with that. I honestly, I, I don't have much from Reporter. There wasn't much because, again, not that many parents showed up and it is what it is. I'm, I'm not uh, complaining about it. I appreciate the parents who did come, of course. Um, but yeah, I'm just asking for a little more, a little more facial expression would be, would be fantastic. Um, but yeah, anyway, uh, there's this post actually that someone sent to me, uh, from and, and believe it or not, I actually follow the account that uh, well, the podcast follows this account that this was posted from. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and uh, play the clip, and you'll see why. The teacher lounge. I think they're eating on dry crackers, wishing they chose a different profession. Really, I like the idea of it being like a green room. They're doing lines. Oh. They're like one more period, and then we're then we're home free, guys. <laughs> like they're turned. I like the thought of them doing. Like, just turned off. Taking hits of the vape and blowing it into the sink. and Yeah, they have gravity bongs in the teacher's lounge. They have a fog machine. (laughs) Yeah, special (laughs) lights. Strobe lights. They're eating edibles. Oh, they're high as balls. They're They're sucking each other off. (laughs) Now, granted, a little sexual at the end, a little bit weird there, but this is from, uh, what's the, it's called, uh, oh, geez, I don't know what it's called. Um... Oh, this this bitch podcast with uh, someone named Sarah Weinschenk and her her co-host or whatever, pointing out that, and granted, they're just comedians doing their thing or whatever. Um, but I assure you, if you're listening in, I, I promise you, uh, we are not, in fact, uh, <laughs> doing doing lines of Coke. There's it, we can't even get like Coca Cola without having to pay. It is a vending machine. It is not provided for us. We don't even have a sink in my in my school. There's no sink. It's actually just an old classroom. There aren't that many outlets. Um, there's just a couple of shitty copiers. That's pretty much it. Uh, I don't have anything that's cool to say about that. Um, but I thought it was interesting that, you know, the misconceptions and the joking misconceptions, of course, of what really goes on in there. Uh, I got to tell you, though, I never really thought that much about it when I was a student because I didn't give a shit. Um, but I will say we do have an issue with uh, students coming into the teacher lounge, adults letting them in, of course, to just use that stupid fucking uh, vending machine. And their their main gripe is, well, the ones, <laughs> the vending machines in the lunchroom are shitty. It's like, can you please not, like, there's teachers who leave like IEP and 504 and medical documents just laying around because they sent it to a printer and they never went to go pick it up. So there's a huge issue with, um, I don't know, student privacy, um, a huge legal concern there. And I think we're kind of cutting down on it now, but I was a little bit surprised that it's like, oh, this is the, I I didn't even know where the teacher's lounge was when I was a student. Uh, It wasn't labeled. Allegedly there was like each department had its own office area because we had, it was a big school, but we had a lot of teachers and a lot of students. Um, So teachers didn't really have a classroom that was only theirs. Uh, they had like a desk area in like their office area, and then they would just go to classrooms during their respective class periods. But point being, I don't know where that shit was. <laughs> like, I, I had no clue. Um, but I like that, you know, people are, you know, we're on this topic of what goes on in the teacher's lounge. And I got to tell you, sometimes there's a lot of shit talking. Uh, there really is. Everyone always says stay away from it. 
uh, because of that negative talk, but I just soak it all in. All the negative, you want to gossip? I'll listen. <laughs> I'm not going to. I'm not going to offer up information, um, especially if it's unfounded. Uh, but, you know, that's where we're at. It's it's a negative space sometimes, but it can be very entertaining um, when the heat's not, you know, a million degrees. And, you know, it is what it is. Um, anyway, I guess this last one here, this is also from that same subreddit. This is S Tartar SS Tartar Sauce. I don't know. Uh, what funny things do you say to high school students who say your class is boring? There's... Uh, the post itself, I've had multiple times this year that a student will tell me my class is boring. I'll snap back with a, sorry, I'm not here to entertain you or something like that. What are your favorite things to quip back with? So we're just going to read some of these and we're just going to see what we think. Um, so this first one, well, that's okay. When you're an adult, you'll never have to do anything boring, even for a second. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. Uh, this next person, I see something similar when they complain about reading. That's fine. After this class, you'll never have to read again. It's a good one too. Uh, someone else, ash-haired witchy woman, writes, uh, I'm bored too. <laughs> nice. Uh, teaching a fifth grade level reading to 10th graders is very boring. Um, people agreeing. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, put it out. I'm job hunting over spring break, so you won't have to deal with me again. Nice. Um... <clears throat> I asked that one about the camera. I'm beginning to loathe the word engaging. Jobs won't make things engaging. Learning new skills is very hard work, but it can be engaging if you challenge yourself and want to see results. My students would have already tuned out. They're already not listening to me at this point. I'll even in when I'm coaching sports too, I'll be like explaining something and I'd notice them like their focus after about five seconds trail off and I go, man, I lost you already. Like they asked a question too. Like, where is this track meet? Well, the track meet's at, and I lost you already. Hey, so what's even in football? Hey, so what's my round on this one? Okay, well, in this, you're going to run a post, and I lost you already. It's like a, a three second. <laughs> so, some of my uh, fellow coaches are like, who, who don't teach, are like, I don't know how you, you teach these kids. That sounds so, it, like, exo like, coaching is enough of a stressor uh, with the low, in, uh, the low, the, uh, yeah, low engagement, low attendance. Um, and low commitment <laughs> from these kids. Uh, someone else writes, uh, we never learn anything and it's your fault. Well, yes, you constantly talk and won't discuss and always do work late. You probably won't learn. Uh, but those who do what they're supposed to are learning. So don't come at me like I can't force you all to do what you're supposed to. I do like that too. Um, we had a student <laughs> with my student teacher. A uh, student pointed out, and this kid shows up on like Monday, then sometimes Wednesday, then he's not back for another couple of weeks. And he's like, man, it feels like we bounce around topics a lot in here. <laughs> like, yeah, man, you don't understand the whole like thematic unit thing. And you're not here for mm, 10 days at a time. So yeah, it's going to seem like we're bouncing around a little bit. I don't know if you're losing time in your brain or not, but you know what? It is what it is. Um, Yeah, I guess... I don't have a nice quip. I, I do like personally when, when students say that, I'd be like, well, then please fucking, I don't say the fucking bar. Please fucking pass this class then so you don't have to do it again. That's my absolute favorite is when someone failed the class, mostly because of online learning and they didn't show up or in-person learning and they didn't show up and do their work. And uh, when they're taking the class again, they're like, well, we learned this already. I'm like, well, yeah. Believe it or not, I didn't design my class <laughs> for people who are taking it again as a super senior, sorry, 
This is supposed to be a novel experience for those who are actually at the 10th grade level. And also, shouldn't that make it easier for you to pass? And we have some who are attempting to <laughs> pass. Uh, U.S. history, for example, we have a few students who are on like their fourth or fifth go around to try to pass the shit. Like they took it with me in remote learning or in person, who knows? They took it in summer school, evening school, summer school, evening school, some combination of that multiple times. And some of them are back with me in person taking it. And granted, I don't do summer or evening school, so that's a different teacher for that. But like, yeah, you're going to be fucking bored if you're doing essentially the same class, different themes and units and stuff like that. But you're back in U.S. history for the fourth or fifth time. If you weren't bored, I'd be concerned about your memory loss because you should. You should have a few things that are on repeat in your brain, if you will. If not from me, from the other teacher, just some combination there's got to be some sort of crossover. <laughs> um, but yeah, that it, it is what it is. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm not feeling great for this one because again, spring break. So of course my body is just shutting down the, the, <laughs> the nervous or the uh, immune system. So I'm going to, I'm going to call it there and I'm going to recover probably just in time for Monday when I'm back in the building doing my job, which is a real damn shame, but I'm going to still try to find a way to enjoy spring break regardless. So hey, thank you so much for listening to this one. If you are brand new, welcome to it. And if you've been here before, then I hope you enjoyed yet another episode of the podcast. If you want, you can reach me classroombrew at gmail.com. You send me an email. You can go to patreon.com slash classroombrew for that bonus content and merch. And then any social media you go to, just search classroombrew without spaces and you will find that. Whether it's, you know, TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, what else is there? I don't know. And apparently we have an IMDb page. So, you know, it is what it is. Uh, but hey, thanks so much for listening. Stay safe. If you're on spring break now, I, I loathe you because I'm, or I envy you rather. Maybe it's both. I don't know. But until next week, class dismissed.
Sorry for my teacher who taught me French You were really cool, but that was years ago This dude beat cancer Getting real strong He posted on the gram He's a real bad ass James Biner James Biner That's fucking right James Biner Sandy Montoya From California Lazy Teacher Podcast That's a bad look Definitely not lazy Big time podcast fan Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley She's from Florida More PPE For her staff photo That's Melinda Melinda Bradley Melinda Bradley Classroom crew Check it out on Patreon.com This is Classroom Brew.